for antithrombotic therapy during angioplasty by Valerudin wasn't any better than standard heparin in terms of preventing death, myocardial infarction or revascularization, although it did reduce bleeding. This was in patients who were troponin negative and who received preloading with 600 mg of clopidogrel. These findings are from the ISAR REACT 3 study released by Adnan Castrati at the American College of Cardiology meeting in Chicago. During the conference, I first asked Tony Gerschlicht to explain why Bivalirudin was being considered among these stable patients. The standard antiplatelet and antithrombotic treatment for patients undergoing PCI, these are stable patients, is to give them preloading with clopidogrel normally was 300 but it's recently been up to 600 because of extra antiplatelet effects and give a bolus of heparin and then do the PCI and continue with clopidogrel and aspirin afterwards. There's been a major push in some parts of the world to replace the heparin with bivalirudin and bivalirudin is a direct antithrombin and therefore is better than heparin at uh, inhibiting the formation of thrombus. So what was done in this study? So in this study, um, what they've looked at, I should just say, say, Peter, that uh, in many parts of the US, bivalirudin is used routinely uh, instead of unfractionated heparin. That's the background. And the question was, do you need the bivalirudin uh, if you increase the the extra benefit of the bivalirudin as an antithrombin if you increase the clopidogrel to 600 and it's given preloaded. So yet again, it's a study looking at the effects of clopidogrel on outcome. Tony Gerschlich of Leicester University in the UK. Well, what did the team from Munich actually find in the ISAR REACT 3 study? Sarah Freeman heard from Adnan Castrati. Patients with stable and unstable angina undergoing uh, coronary stenting after pretreatment with a uh, high loading dose of clopidogrel um, uh, benefit uh, the same from heparin and uh, bilirudin. And is this reassuring news for clinicians, you think? I think yes, because uh, for centers who have a financial shortage, maybe this is a good news because uh, heparin is uh, with a much lower price than uh, bilirudin. On the other side, the study is not saying that you shouldn't use bivalirudin, but you can do a good procedure also with heparin. What about the side effects of the treatments? Yeah, that's uh, the primary endpoint was a combination of all of all events, ischemic and uh, bleeding events. And uh, in terms of the primary endpoint, we didn't find any significant difference between the two groups. On the other side, when we looked at the bleeding complications, we saw that bivalirudin was associated with a low risk of bleeding complications. So in this uh, scenario, uh, you may uh, imagine also the case in which you can evaluate in different risk subsets different therapies. And uh, this is uh, something that uh, should be done because it may be that uh, certain patients benefit more from uh, more potent anti-ischemic therapies and uh, certain patients may benefit more from uh, therapies that uh, are associated with a low risk of bleeding.
one uh, subgroup maybe for example older patients they are uh, always at a high risk of bleeding complications and maybe they will benefit uh, more from uh, the use of bilirudin but these are only hypotheses that uh, should be uh, validated by uh, appropriately done uh, studies Adnan Kastrati of the Deutsches Herz Zentrum in Munich he was talking with Sara Freeman well, Tony Gerschlich has witnessed the interest in direct thrombin inhibition for patients receiving PCI. But did he now think it was really necessary when patients also receive 600 milligrams of preloading with clopidogrel? It's clear that if you routinely preload sufficiently long prior to the procedure with clopidogrel, you will get platelet inhibition. And platelets are the very core of thrombus formation in arteries that are being angioplasted and stented. It's never been a European practice to routinely use bivalirudin instead of heparin, and in many ways we felt that bivalirudin might just be an inverted commas expensive heparin. This trial sort of indicates that that is the case, that indeed the fact you get no difference in the primary endpoints between the combination of clopidogrel and bivalirudin and clopidogrel and cheap unfractionated heparin would suggest that there won't be any cost efficacy to using bivalirudin. Bivalirudin is really quite expensive, unfractionated heparin is really quite cheap. So the obvious thing to say is don't follow the American practice of using bivalirudin. It doesn't seem to be necessary in these stable patients when they're pre-treated with clopidogrel. However, there is a caveat. And the caveat is that there was more bleeding with the unfractionated heparin. Now, we need to know a lot more about that, whether it was femoral artery bleeding, what the bleeding was associated with in terms of patient hospital stay, because although bivalirudin is more expensive than unfractionated heparin, if you bled more with the unfractionated heparin and had to stay in hospital for longer, then that may balance it out. So there has to be a cost-efficacy analysis to the trial. But on the face of it, the excess bleeding is a separate endpoint from efficacy, and it would appear that you don't need, in terms of outcome, efficacy outcome, to use the more expensive bivalirudin instead of routine treatment when you preload with clopidogrel. Tony Gerschlich from Leicester in the UK, and before him, Adnan Kastrati from Munich. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, I'm Peter Goodwin.